If you had the power to make someone's day, would you do it? Like everybody has these amazing feelings of gratitude and, and happiness and everything inside of them for one another, but only a small amount ever gets expressed. Like be kind to everyone, you never know what's going on behind closed doors and it costs you nothing to be nice. I love this part of the podcast because I think it gives such a it gives a very brief overview to the the guests in this occasion that we have on and I think it leaves you with some really meaningful messages and moments to draw back on and um, you know I, I know I always go to five questions and five answers when I want to remember what I've spoken about with a guest and just reabsorb that information so I'm going to hit you both with these questions I'll let you answer and have your own answers maybe some of the same and you can allude to that, but I guess we'll start off with you, Stolzy. Question number one. And I forgot question number one on my last podcast and the guest reminded me. <laughs> um, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Question number one is, what's a book or a podcast, if you could only recommend one, that you'd recommend to the audience? Oh, my God. I listen to so many. Um, I feel like, oh, it depends if you want like self-help or a laugh. Can I give one for both? Yeah, go for it. Do I have to name a particular, like, specific episode? Or no, just, just, a just in general. Um, definitely Jay Shetty. I feel like he's got mm. something for literally anybody and everyone. Mm. And then that's for your self-help. And then for a laugh, Happy Hour with Lucy and Nikki. I like it. That's a diverse answer. I like yeah. that. Bid, yourself? Um, okay, book first. Probably... Oh, was it... Am I supposed to do a book as well? No, nah, either or, either. Book or a oh. podcast, but... Probably, and it's not really a book itself, or it is a book, but it's not like a standard book. So it's um, Momentary Happiness by Charlotte Freeman. Oh, yeah, so I remember you were buzzing yeah, on this for a minute. It's just got some really cool things. It's like if you've got like literally two seconds, three seconds, yeah. I've got a train or whatever it may be, just flick through. I was sort of reading one page a day, just so I really absorbed it and took it in and saw how it impacted that day-to-day life sort of thing, and if I could implement it to anywhere or there was any positives. So yep. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and podcast, I'm going to go way back, and I've said this so many times, and it's so old now, but it's great. Um, what really was the main thing, that one of the main things that really got me out when I was at my lowest was probably Project Mindset. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it was um, it was actually um, Kebion, who's actually yeah. in the Sturdivant, was actually um, he's a real estate agent, but his guest that he gets on, he targets the seven equities, um, everything and basically um, it's just really really good because his guests are so fantastic and that I still go back and listen to that today even though I've yeah. listened to it like six seven times yeah, I still, you find your favourites still you go back and now. re-listen like Jay Shetty fantastic um, you've got um, The Imperfects great Hugh Van Cullenberg yeah it's one we like at the minute right? I could listen to Hugh chat day in day out and it's, yeah, it's I'm the biggest Hugh nut hugger yeah, eh? we spoke about this the other day like Hugh himself like he seems like one of the greatest guys you were here, but um, you know, he's just so easy to listen to, and even though he's speaking, like ability is not the someone that you'd see on like a you know, he's speaker. He's a normal dude. He's a normal like guy. he's he's That's been a teacher. Thing. He's got a family. He's he feels yeah. in touch. He is, which he's is the thing. Very in touch. He's very very calming and easy mm. to listen to. So if you're stressed out, if you're anxious, if you're whatever, throw him on, and it's huge. Yeah, so amazing. You can't go wrong. I love it. Mm. We'll skip to number two. Number two is, Stelzy, once again, we'll kick off with you. 
a skill you'd recommend mastering that significantly improved your life? Skill or attribute, we'll say. Um, is self-love one? Of course. Yeah, I feel like if you, like, how can you expect anybody else to love you if you can't love yourself? And mm. going back to what Zach said before about love being that kind of middle ground for so many things in your life, I think... Yeah, like you need to be able to love yourself and be happy with you to enjoy and like, yeah. I'll speak on that and because and I know exactly what you mean. I think that that right now and the idea of being present are probably the things that I have to work on the most. Mm. And I think it's something that so many people have to work on well, everybody needs to work on it but it's not something that you work on it and it's done it's like it's constant you have to continue really good to point. work on yourself forever like well i think you can fool yourself to think that employing self-love once or twice means that you're going to have it forever mm. and then it just takes a little situation that flips that on its head and maybe makes you reflect on yourself or you sort of spot mm. spotlight you and your actions yeah and that can crumble pretty quickly so you, mm. you're right it is a, a definite it's a journey it's a quest mm. it's open it's open-ended you have to always work on it and be willing to put the time and effort into mm. loving yourself mm. great point bit that's great um yeah on, the, on that as well on selling just being able to be by yourself and be comfortable yeah. by yourself so yeah. um, not needing others around to feel um accepted to feel okay like to be able to be at your happiest by yourself um mm. not an introverted way but just being able to literally feel comfortable getting a coffee by yourself go for a walk by yourself doing whatever by yourself i think that's huge for sure because if you can deal with life's problems yourself then you can get through anything you shouldn't have to rely on on, on mm. other people or you know vacation or whatever to get through stuff if you can get through stuff yourself first yeah. before tackling those that's something i've been thinking a lot about lately is i think someone who i find that when i have a question Mm. and i'm seeking an answer to be more mindful to sit with myself Mm. and ask myself Mm. why i'm feeling that way what i want from this situation what's the right decision for me because i think in life and it's you know we talk about all the time in mental health it's so important to feel as though you can speak to others and it's mm-hmm. so important to reach out and ask for help when you need it mm-hmm. but i think we've gotten so focused on that that in areas of our life where it doesn't mentally inf- affect us or impact us it's just moments mm-hmm. moments that we need to get through and work through we don't actually come back to ourselves mm-hmm. yeah and i think for a lot of the time it leads to people i know it has done for me it leads to almost a little bit of resentment where you think far out. Why did I listen to that person's advice? Mm. Because also, I didn't do what I wanted to do or what I needed to do. Yeah. And also dependency, man. If you're, if you're obviously going yeah. to everyone else yeah. to seek advice, to seek help and that, and you don't tackle it yourself first, then when you come to a problem where you can't have access to friends or books or podcasts or whatever, mm. anything else, you've only got you. Yeah. So you need to it's be able to sure you can handle that yourself. So, you know, you feel confident in any situation. But another thing, another one which I was actually going to say first, and you can obviously attest to this more than anyone, um, is the ability to um, talk and storytell and be able just to be able to hold your own and be able to have a conversation and really feel confident when you're speaking. I think For that's sure, absolutely huge. You can it's a huge asset. Life if you got that. I think that's something I'm still working yeah. on. But, so but I think again, that you just turned twenty-two. That's the like, thing. Like, I, I feel like it, 
at this point in my life now at 26, I'm better at it than I ever have been. Yeah. And I'm, I remember at 20, because I'm a confident guy when it comes to conversation yeah. and storytelling. I remember mm-hmm. I used to think I had it all together. I was like, oh, I was, I'm so good at speaking. Yeah. You yeah. know, me just in my own head, talking myself <laughs> up. But I look at myself now and I look in reflection of where I was at that point in time and I've learned so much. Mm. And I think that's the thing. You're always developing that skill when you're working at it and Mm. you guys are going to have a great opportunity to do that on the road. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be crazy. They're like, come back and be like, oh my gosh. Like, and Mm. to reflect and listen back to this podcast in a year. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The third question, one of my favorites of the five is the biggest challenge you've faced that has required the most resilience and growth to overcome? Oh. Can it be one that we haven't overcome yet, but we're still going? Of course. Yeah, okay. Like the, right, repeat the question. So the, the greatest challenge you've faced or overcome that's required the most resilience or growth? <laughs> Cut that out, please. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got two that come to mind. I don't know how deep we want to get. As deep as you like. Probably, can I say both of them? Of course you can. I'd say the first is, and it kind of comes down to like addiction, is I struggled with an eating disorder. So struggled with that for like six, seven years. And overcoming that, I kind of thought, oh, I'll overcome it and that'll be it. It'll be gone. Won't have to think about it again. But it's a constant thing like yeah you have your good months and you barely think about it but then you're always going to have it's not something that just leaves and disappears forever once you've kind of worked on it. it it comes up often in life or when you're struggling or when you're going through pain it's like often that thing that you turn to to control so that has been a massive hurdle to overcome and yeah it's taken a lot of resilience <laughs> um and the second would be having one of my best friends had an accident recently and yeah s- sitting next to her in a hospital room contemplating whether she was going to make it or not it's having to pour 110 percent of your energy into like pouring into lo- love into that room and being positive and just trying to give her the best possible outcome that you can kind of try to give but also putting 110 percent into being realistic and not getting your hopes up was so Mm. draining and to see not know for so long how it like if she was going to be okay and seeing the impact that has on the people and relationships you have around you like yeah that was hard. <laughs> well, I can say from the outside looking in and from speaking to you guys every day, you've done an amazing job as a friend in that situation and you, you've done so well. And yeah. and also with the eating disorder, I feel like that there'll be so many people listening to this mm-hmm. who can relate to that and probably link then your answer to question two with that, that there, yeah. that journey of constant mm-hmm. self-love. Yeah. And yeah. So you're doing amazing, Stilzy. Mm-hmm. I And I feel like I should quickly, side note, yeah. I keep going to you, Zach, and saying bids for people going, what the fuck is he talking about? That's what we call Zach, so bids. Yeah. So <laughs> no, hopefully that makes some sense. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'll be quick, but three potentially. So one is um, a perfectionist side dealing with, no, dealing with not, you know, because especially being on the road and Stelz has brought up this point many times is I'm not going to be able to like 
redo things or go over stuff, like being okay with not having the most perfect video on YouTube for the first episode, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just being more, um, yeah. being more accepting of just being a bit um, raw with a lot of stuff. Definitely. Which I, I think, sorry, to quickly add on, I think that like something that I've learned over the years of working on social media is your audience actually appreciates that a lot more than seeing a saturated, mm. perfect life. Like yeah, they want to see. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. yeah, I think I've always just been, I think it may have stemmed from when I used to do you know, speeches at school or whatever. I used to probably practice my speech on palm cards over 50, 60, 70 times in front of a mirror <laughs> um, before I did my speech. And I used to like work on it so hard that I would have like little lines going up where my tone should have risen, where oh it should have dropped. God. Like my tonality, so, so I used to be able to go and do a speech at school and just nail it stuff at that. Mm. Like I'd just been saying it, but I just rehearsed so hard. Oh my so you know, when I've got that drilled into me, sort of thing, and then I go and do something on camera, or whatever, I'm just kind of like, I could have said that better. I could have yeah. done that better. I could have mm. done whatever. So in my head, I'm like, I'm not giving the audience the best of what I can do. You're I'm truly only, your I'm own worst critic. I'm only giving yeah. them, you know, half of what I'm capable of. So it's being accepting of that, going, you know, I could have done better. I could have done better. Like, I'm, not, I'm a competitive person. Yeah. And, and it's not that I'm competing with anyone out there. It's just that I'm competing with myself. Mm. Yeah, wanting to, you know, be okay with that. So I think that's a big thing that I'm coming to face. Um, you know, the one's probably speaking on camera. Um, I want to, once again, going back in the perfectionist side, just want to be better. Of course. Um, and uh, another one overall is probably just being, learning to just trust again. That's probably mm. something that, you know, um, it's been a thing that I thought I'd gotten through, but, um, you know, it's, it's like, like Stella said, things can repop back up again. And it's just sort of being, you know, um, just learning to really feel like having the same trust as I did before got into like a first relationship, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's of just course. Being, just being able to have that complete utter trust which is yeah it's something that sort of just you know takes time mm. of course it does i think like in adding on there again like life does present moments throughout time for you to like where those whatever it is mm. trust for instance it gives you an opportunity that like that's life trying to give you an opportunity to work on those things and yeah. be like oh hey actually we can Definitely. work on this more and so, i think if i can um, obviously not being within your relationship, but you two are like kind of the perfect <coughs> people for each other's past challenges. Like mm. I feel like I see that in yourselves where the past challenges you face and, and I know what you speak of there, be yeah. you know, some you stuff from the past. Yeah. You know that, that is yeah. difficult to overcome and you guys yeah. are in a great opportunity to work through these things together and you have amazing people around you. So I've got no yeah. doubt that, they will not be present challenges, but ones of the past yeah, um, yeah. in good time. Whilst, mm -hmm. like we said, whilst we said, always things will come up that, yeah. that require yeah. that. Of course. And like in being in a relationship, you're signing up for the other person's shit and mm. <laughs> supporting them through their stuff and mm. vice versa. Definitely. Definitely. The fourth question is... That was, we just that done the third question, yes, didn't we? Fourth. The fourth, the fourth question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to host that? Yeah, if you can. Chuck some light. Uh -huh. the, the habit or ritual that's formed a part of your morning or evening routine that sets your life up for success. Mm. Do you want to go first? There you go. 
Stick to stick to. A look in an ideal. Wait, so my whole routine or? Um, just like something that's formed. Yes. Just like a morning or an evening ritual slash routine that you feel sets you up for success. For okay. example, for me, like getting up and exercising early is a mm. huge part of the success of my day. Yeah, I feel like waking up before the sun's risen to exercise and then watching the sunrise mm. is like if I've gotten both of those things in, I'm like, okay, I can so much more productive with the day and feel so much more positive for sure and you've gotten those things out Mm. of the way before 7 30 and it's like oh my gosh i've got the whole day to focus on Mm. everything of course to be done yeah something that um i mean i've been lacking a lot lately (laughs) but like like stella said it's um you know like and like you can attest to as well bro like our morning walks Mm. um, getting the mind working with deep conversations early on yeah a coffee just literally sitting there and like ha- like hammering into those deep conversations at 6 a.m mm. really sets you up for the whole day and then jumping in the ocean gives you that body that bloody refresher like sure. it's better than yeah. half the coffee you have out there mm-hmm. yeah wake you up so i mean like you know doing those three things before what we used to finish like 7 30 and yeah, yeah. An sure. and you feel amazing to go to work right. or do whatever yeah. so that's huge um and as simple as it may be um what helps me relieve stress in that is just writing a to-do list yeah like it's so simple but yeah. literally getting my notes out and going this is what i've got on today so that i know that's all i have to do because i think the biggest thing that causes stress is i've got so much in my head and i'm so overwhelmed is there anything i'm missing am i forgetting mm. something is there something i haven't attacked yeah so i'm, I'm big with that to-do too list. that's something that used to help me a lot when i was in the corporate environment of real estate yeah. like and i do it now Every time mm. I've got to sit in front of the laptop and do stuff is just write a to-do list, check it off. Mm. You know, yeah. McConaughey talks about that yeah. in his book, right? Like yeah. even just writing the most simple mundane simple. things. Oh, literally yeah. like wake up, oh. wash your face and checking it off is like that boost of like almost serotonin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also looking at what's <laughs> um, the next five minutes in front of you. It's another big thing, another little tip to relieve stress and anxiety is don't think about everything in a whole picture yeah. look. And I say this time and time again, look at what is happening in the next five minutes of your life. What do you got to do? I literally have to go put this cup in the sink. I'm done. That's, that's the yeah. only task I've really got to do. You simplify I mean? So simplify That's all you got to do. No, go tick that off. Then what are you doing for the next five minutes? Great. Get that. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be five, yeah, 10, 20, whatever it may be. But you know what I mean? Just really simplifying everything and just looking at the small things, not the bigger picture mm. going, I've got 47 tasks to do. Where do I start? What do I do? It's so overwhelming. You just put more pressure on yourself. Yeah. Of course. I feel like something I like to do with my to-do list, and I've just started doing this, is like on Sunday writing out, okay, I've got the biggest to-do mm. list. I write it out in columns, like five minute, like less than five minute, more than five minute urgent, oh, yeah. and mm. then yeah. your bills and expenses that have got to come yeah. out. And then I like put my little five minute ones at the top of each day so that I'm accomplishing something. Yeah, and amazing. then you give yourself a couple of longer ones and anything that doesn't mm. get done, roll it over to the next week. Yeah. I like that. And then, yeah. That's good. Because it's like when you're playing like piano or learning an instrument as well. Like you don't just go, hey, play the full song. Yeah. You go, okay, let's learn the first line. Break it up in parts, yeah. yeah. That's, then we'll move and learn the first line. Mm. Yeah. And then you go learn the next line and you keep going through and you're like, you're just on the right hand first and the left hand, like, you know what I mean? Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I missed piano lessons as a kid, so <laughs> I can't relate to that one. Yeah. The last question, for me, the most profound moment and an incredible opportunity for every guest that comes on the podcast mm. is one message that if you could encourage the world to act on it, you'd like to share with them. Oh, 
That's a big question. Oh, you go Do first. You I need some time to think. Right. Um, well, mine's plain as day. Uh, <laughs> after everything we spoke about, but it's be express gratitude when you feel it for another person. That's, that's it. Mm. I love um, it. And that's, and that's so profound. It it's simple, but it's profound. It's profound. Like whether it's a, you know, coffee, phone call, text, whatever it may be, just do it. And you've got to, you know, if you're someone that feels very uncomfortable and don't open up quite often or you feel a bit of discomfort with, with expressing yourself like that, just ask yourself what's more important, you not feeling awkward for 10 seconds in a day or putting a massive smile and making your mate's yeah. day. Yeah. I yeah. feel like mine's... Are you done? Okay, sure. Do you want me to sh- cut your... All right, you can jump in. <laughs> Um, I feel like probably like quite similar to that is you just like be kind to everyone you never know what's going on behind closed doors and it costs you nothing to be nice to someone it doesn't cost anything to put a smile on your face Mm. that's it you know it's one thing I I talk about a lot my pop always said it to my dad my dad's always said it to me it doesn't hurt to be nice to people and makes you feel good it it does it really does and i think you know for me i know that when i express gratitude not just when i feel it but when i express it as you say it makes not only that person feel amazing but it makes you feel Mm. incredible so as an expression of gratitude to you both i want to say thank you so much for (laughs) not coming on the show forget all of that this is a small piece of the puzzle of our our friendship and the connection that i have with you both i love you guys dearly i'm so excited for this journey that you're about to go on actually we'll call it a quest because it is so (laughs) open-ended and i think it is the beginning of a long incredible life that you two have together and i think a legacy that you guys will leave for the type of human beings you are and the the way that you've touched people and and improved people's lives so i'm just so excited for you I, i feel blessed to be um a friend and someone who gets to follow along on this journey because you are two of the best people i know and yeah i'm just very excited for your futures no, I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Was, um, Absolute pleasure. I thought like we had these chats <laughs> every yeah. day. It was good to finally sit down and, and you know, throw it all together. Yeah. And Put a memory card yeah. in the machine yeah. and <laughs> store this one. That's yeah. it. That's thank it, brother. You. So thank you. Absolute yeah. pleasure. For everyone listening, watching, love you guys dearly. Thank you for taking the time to tune in to A Lot To Talk About, getting around the guests that we have on the show. Please make sure that you go ahead Follow these guys on socials and follow the Project of Happiness journey. Cop some merch, share some gratitude, do all the good things that you need to be doing to be a part of their journey. Um, All of the links and social tags will be in the show notes. Um, So from me to you, thank you for being a part of the audience and we'll catch you at the next one.